The views and opinions expressed by various contributors to 98.5 CKWR and its radio programs are their own and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of 98.5 CKWR Wired World, Inc., its broadcasters, staff, or volunteers. Listeners are urged to use their own discernment and draw their own conclusions. morning. My name is Rob Daniels and welcome to Visions and Sound. Now for those that may be joining me for the very first time, Visions and Sound is a movie, TV, and video game soundtrack program that I produce each and every week right here on 98.5 CKWR. Well, here we are, show number 48 of 2022 and show number 1,153 if you're keeping track that way. Well, this week, and I hesitate to mention this, but we conclude November with a celebration of the 80th anniversary of Casablanca. So now joining me this week is actually a first on the show, as I have a fan guest. With me is my co-host this week, Robbie Sims. Robbie, welcome to the show. Rob, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Yeah, not a problem. Uh, just uh, just for the, the listeners, uh, where are you from? I am from a little town called El Centro. It's in California, Southern California. We are, it literally means the center in Spanish. And we're about 10 miles north of the Mexican border. We're about two hours from San Diego and about four hours from Los Angeles. Population right. roughly 50,000. All right. That's pretty cool. So this week we are going to be discussing the 80th anniversary of Casablanca. Now, Casablanca is a 1942 romantic drama film directed by Michael uh, Curtis and uh, starring Humphrey Bogart, Ingrid Bergman, and Henry and Paul Henry. Filmed and set during World War II, it focuses on an American expatriate, in this case Bogart, who must choose between his love for a woman or helping her husband, a Czech resistance leader, escape from the Vichy controlled city of Casablanca to continue his fight against the Nazis. Well, the screenplay is based on a play called Everybody Comes to Rick, an unproduced stage play by Murray Burnett uh, and Joan Allison. The supporting cast includes Claude Rains, Conrad Veet, Sidney Greenstreet, Peter Laurie, and Dooley Wilson. Now, Warner Brothers 
story editor, I story editor rather, Irene Diamond, convinced producer Hal B. Wallace to purchase the film rights to the play in in January of 1942. Although Casablanca was an A-list film with established stars and first-rate writers, no one involved with its production expected it to stand out among the hundreds of pictures that Hollywood produced that year. Casablanca was rushed into release to take advantage of the publicity from the Allied invasion of North Africa a few weeks earlier. And it had its world premiere on November 26, 1942. You know what? That's today. That was 90 years ago today. You know, didn't realize and it's that premiere. I, I'm just looking at that now and I went, wait a second. Yeah, that's, that's today, 80 years ago. That's pretty cool. In New York City, and it was released nationally. I, you know, I'm just going to stop here and say that's happened a couple of times with this show. I'll be sitting there and I'll go, wait a minute, this film premiered today. You know, certain number of years ago. So that's pretty cool. Anyway, uh, it, the film was a solid, if unspectacular, success in its initial run, exceeding expectations. Casablanca went on to win the Academy Award for Best Picture, while Curtis was selected as Best Director, and the Epstons and Kosh were honored for Best Adapted Screenplay. His reputation has gradually grown to the point that its lead characters' memorable lines and pervasive theme song have become iconic, and it consistently ranks near the top of lists of the greatest films in history. Now, I re- I, I've seen the film before. I saw it a long time ago, but I wanted to re- kind of refresh my memory and uh, rewatch it. So I had a chance to rewatch it um, just merely a few hours ago, and uh, I really enjoyed the film. My my take on it is that it, for a film that's eighty years old, there is surprisingly enough. There's a really a lot of emotion in the film. I really found that it was a the kind the kind of film like I mean I'm sitting there and I know some of the lines and yet they're delivered though when those lines are delivered I'm like holy crap this like really got to me and so I'm looking at this film and I and I know uh, it's I mean you think about the, the the lines now and they're kind of cliche but that sort of thing but then watching it again watching it with that watching it with all that context really really struck me and we'll discuss a little bit more about that but robbie your first impressions and when did you actually first see the film okay um there is a little bit of a story behind it because um an uncle of mine and i are huge movie and tv guys and every time i go to his house we're always talking about this stuff and one day he was talking about all of these old school movies that he'd seen and how much he enjoyed them and what was going on in them and I was always talking about the scores and how wonderful the music was. And he came up to me and said, okay, have you actually seen any of these movies? And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> and all of a sudden it dawned on me, there's a lot of classic movies I haven't seen. And it was kind of embarrassing. So I kind of took it on myself to, to watch these movies. And Casablanca, I probably saw for the first time earlier on this year. Uh, I would have to say probably April or May. Okay. So it hasn't been a long time. Um, I think I'm with you. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I think everything about it has held up over time. Um, like, like you said, the lines, you know, here's looking at you, kid. I mean, I kept, I knew yeah. right away it was coming, but I didn't know where in the film 
it was going to show up. So all of a sudden, you know, when it's there and then it's repeated three other times, yep. you just, you can't help but smile. Precisely. But when, it, but it's where it comes up and where it's strategically placed that I thought was, was, was great. And it just, it tied every, it, and, and I mean, it's, it's the iconic line. It's one of the iconic lines in in the film. I mean, there are so many iconic lines in the film, but for me, it's you know, here's looking at you, kid. You know, round up the usual suspects. You know, and then there's the whole. Well, I mean, <laughs> I go back to the the time when uh, there was a, a fancy feast commercial for for cat food, and there was a a, a play it again, Sam, um, yeah. uh, reference in in that. I I was yeah. It's so so it's 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 definitely cemented itself in the in the um in the the in the the pop culture and uh but like i said for me um and considering that this was probably well probably shot mostly on sets it wasn't almost all on sets so yeah it's it's one of those things that you kind of go wow they really made Quite a quite good use of that uh, of those Warner Brothers sets at the time, and 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 again being in black and white. And it's funny I've heard a lot of people say, well I've heard I've heard some somebody say I can't remember who said it that people won't watch black and white films. Kids nowadays won't watch black and white films, and I think that's a shame because you have to look at these films and you have to go, yeah, it's black and white, but it's still a fantastic um, film to watch regardless of that. And I've, and I've done a show called hail, hail black and white. And uh, I've, you know, I went through a whole bunch of, of the black and white films, even some more recent black and white films, you know, just because they're black and white doesn't mean there aren't there, there isn't quality there. And I mean, a film that's 80 years old that can still affect me the way it did in this past, this past, uh, you know, the past couple of hours, I'm like, there's something to be said about that film in particular. Yeah. And I think too, and you and I have talked about this at length over the course of, of, of our friendship back then there was no CGI. There was no computer, enhancements there were no you know sound effects all of the stuff that directors and producers rely on now to make a story if the acting isn't there wasn't there then no so you literally when you do a movie you not only had to have a, a great story to start but then you had to have good screenwriters to do a great screenplay and then you had to rely on actors to put in the job of acting it out exactly. but if it all melted together and it all worked it's gold. I mean, yeah. you watch it and you're, you're, you don't even care that it's black and white. You're not even thinking about that yeah. or that there's no special effects or even if some might be cheesy, it's just there and it's good. Exactly. And Casablanca, like you said, ranks near the top. Yeah. It, it, for, for me, I, I really enjoyed, well, first of all, I got drawn into the story in a huge way. Um, and it's, it's funny. I, you know, I didn't expect to be drawn in the way I did. And for me, it was just one of those, those things that I was like, yeah, this is a really good story. And when it gets to those parts that, you know, I mean, and we're going to discuss a few of the, a few of the scenes, you know, spoilers for a, an 80 year old film, but, uh, I would highly recommend that it, uh, I mean, any of the younger listeners, anybody under, Anybody under 30, I would definitely recommend watch this film. You will not be disappointed. 
Um, some of the references are dated. Some of the stuff is a little bit, but I mean, it's still, it still packs a wallop. And it, and after, like I said, after 80 years, it's still amazing to watch. Yeah. I mean, for me, one of the things or one of the qualities that I really enjoyed about the film was that it, it was a fairly realistic portrayal of what it was like in Nazi held territory. Yes. I mean, Rick was under the illusion that he was free and able to do whatever he wanted, but only so far as the thumb allowed him to go. And, and you could literally too feel the fear the, you know, that these two people who came to this place seeking some kind of help were in because this was what it's like. You're literally, your life is on the line. You're caught and that's it. There's no, trial there's no appeal the all is your your future is if you're lucky just death and a quick one uh usually there was torture but i mean the realism of of the fear of what it was like in uh, nazi hell well vichy french territory yeah. at this point but it's basically nazi but that's that's one of the things that really struck me is i don't know how if they drew from something or what especially in 1942 there probably wasn't anything they could draw from not right. knowing. Well, I mean, the, the war is still going on at that point. Yeah. I mean, no one knows who's, who's you know, who's going to win at this point either. I mean, there are... And it's something you don't think about either when you're watching the film. Yeah. I know, like, right now, I just caught myself thinking, well, what were they going to draw on when the war is literally still going on? Precisely. They're literally having to make this up on the fly. But looking back at it now, from this point of view where we already know we won, it, it's remarkable how real everything is mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to that that part of the film agreed agreed well now the music of course is written by the the great max steiner who had written scores for king kong and gone with the wind at least at that point in in history now the song as time goes by um, by herman hupfeld had been a part of the story from the original play steiner wanted to write his own composition to replace it but Bergman had already cut her hair short for the neck for her next role, Maria if, uh, in For Whom the Bell Tolls, and could not reshoot the scenes that incorporated the song. So Steiner based the entire score on it, and hopefully I'm pronouncing this correctly, La Marseille, the French national anthem, transforming them as light motives to reflect the changing moods. Now, even though Steiner disliked as time goes by, he admitted in a 1943 interview that it, quote, must have had something to attract so much attention. Now, Dooley Wilson, who played Sam, was a drummer, so his piano playing was performed by Jean Plummer. Particularly memorable is the duel of the anthems uh, between Strausser and Laszlo at Rick's Cafe on the soundtrack. It is played by full orchestra. Now, originally, the opposing piece for this iconic scene was to be the Horst Wessel Lied, a Nazi anthem. But this was still under international copyright, which we actually talked about before the show, and in in non-allied countries. Instead, Die Wacht um Rhein, hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly, my German is a little bit sketchy sometimes, uh, was used the Deutschlandlied, the national anthem of Germany is used several times in minor mode as a light motive for the German threat. For example, in the scene in Paris, it is announced that the German army will reach Paris the next day. It is featured in 
the final scene giving way to when and after Strausser is shot. Spoilers for the 80-year-old film. Other songs included Had to Be You, uh, which we also mentioned as well, by uh, Isham, Isham Jones' uh, Shine, uh, music by Ford Dabney, Avalon with music by Al, music and lyrics by Al Jolson, um, and a few other songs. Now, very few films in the early 1940s actually had portions of the soundtrack released on 78 RPM records, and Casablanca was no exception. Uh, in 1997, almost 55 years after the film's premiere, Turner Entertainment, in collaboration with Rhino Records, issued the first uh, the film's first original soundtrack album for release on compact disc, including original songs uh, and music, spoken dialogue, and alternative takes, which is the music you'll actually be hearing today. The piano, featured in the Paris flashback sequences, was sold in New York City in, on December 14, 2012 at Sotheby's for more than $600,000 to an anonymous bidder. The piano Sam plays at Rick's Café Americana was put up for auction with other me- film memorabilia by Turner Classic Movies in New York on November 24, 2014. It sold for more than $3.4 million. Now, before we get into Casablanca, here are some well-known Max Steiner pieces, uh, both pre and post Casablanca from a Silva America release called the essential Max Steiner collection. Pick it up. Definitely worth it. Performed here by the city of Prague Philharmonic Orchestra conducted by Kenneth Alwyn. So here is some music from the music of Max Steiner as we are celebrating the 80th anniversary, 80 years of Casablanca here on the show. I'll be back in just a little bit.
from the composer Max Steiner as we are celebrating the 80th anniversary of Casablanca which we will get to very very shortly trust me on this you're listening to to though visions and sound if you're interested in any of the film television or video game music that I do play here on the show by all means you can contact me at of course visions in sound you can also find me online at uh, facebook.com slash visions and sound I am on the twitter at Visions Sound. You can also find me on my website, visionsinsound.ca. I can also be found on Good Pods, a downloadable app for your phone or other type devices. And you can also find me on Apple Music. Or Apple Music. And you can also find me in many, many other different uh, places where good podcasts are heard. Like I said, welcome back to Visions and Sound, as this week we are celebrating the 80th anniversary of of uh, Casablanca. Oh, how could I how could I miss that? In any case, what you did hear actually just before we we uh we came back was uh, uh King Kong, A Distant Trumpet, uh The Adventures of Don Juan, Parish and the Flame and the Arrow. 
These were all from a wonderful release uh, called the Essential Max Steiner Film Music Collection. Well, now joining me this week on uh, Visions in Sound is my first fan guest, which is really cool. This is Robbie Sims. Robbie, again, I really appreciate you being on the show this week. Thanks for thanks for dropping in. Well, it is my pleasure, sir. Um, as a you know longtime fan, uh, uh, having literally being used to being on the other side of the mic <laughs> uh, all those years on Facebook Live. And then, of course, being in the chat rooms with you, actually getting to know you more. It's, you know, it's been a great ride. This is this has definitely been fun, uh, definitely different. Yeah. Having never been on the radio before. So um, thank you for having me on. I really no, no problem. It. No, when we discussed this back, Jesus, oh, it seems like so long ago when we discussed this, I just simply said, you know what, let's bring you on bring you on for classics month and and the the last one of the last one of the month was casablanca and we definitely wanted to 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 touch base on this one and we have been discussing some of the other films that uh uh, that we might want to have you back in the future if since you seem to be enjoying yourself which is which is good now um i will say i will say this is that you know i was going to play some some more music from the essential max steiner collection but i looked at the time and going yeah if we want to get everything in for for uh, um for Casablanca we got to start now. So, uh what's what's going to happen here is I'll play a little bit of the Max Steiner score. You'll probably hear a little bit of um some songs and some dialogue in there as well. This is from a wonderful release and if you don't have it pick it up. If you find it out in the wild definitely pick it up. Pick it up. It is the um Rhino Classic, a Rhino Turner Classic movie soundtrack to Casablanca. So here is some music from said 1942 film Casablanca with music by Max Steiner and maybe some surprises thrown in as well. Here as we're celebrating the 80th, 80 years of Casablanca here on the show. Back in just a little bit. of the Second World War, many eyes in imprisoned Europe turned hopefully or desperately toward the freedom of the Americas. Lisbon became the great embarkation point, but not everybody could get to Lisbon directly, and so a tortuous roundabout refugee trail sprang up. Paris to Marseille. Across the Mediterranean to Oran, 
Then by train or auto or foot across the rim of Africa to Casablanca in French Morocco. Here the fortunate ones through money or influence or luck might obtain exit visas and scurry to Lisbon and from Lisbon to the New World. But the others wait in Casablanca and wait and wait and wait. to be you, it had to be you, I've wandered around and finally found somebody who could make me be true, could make me be 
and even be glad just to be sad. Making those some others I've seen might never be me. Might never be crossed. I try to be boys, but they wouldn't do. Oh, nobody else gave me a thrill, honey, with all your faults. I love you, still have to be you. Wonderful you had to be. Nothing's not an awful lot, but knock on wood. Now, now who's happy? We're happy. Just how happy? Very happy. That's the way we're gonna stay, so knock on wood. Now who's lucky? We're all lucky. Just how lucky? Very lucky. Well, smile up then, and once again, let's knock on wood. Hello, Rick. Hello, oh, Louie. How extravagant you are, throwing away women like that. Someday they may be scarce. You know, I think now I shall pay a call on Yvonne. Maybe get her on the rebound. Huh? Well, when it comes to women, you're a true Democrat. Et moi, je vous dis que l'attitude de l'Italie est immonde. Qu'est-ce que vous auriez fait sans l'armée allemande? Et la crasse. Ce pauvre petit pays de grâce, mon cher. If he gets a word in, it'll be a major Italian victory. <laughs> Lisbon. You would like to be on it. Why? What's in Lisbon? The clipper to America. I've often speculated on why you don't return to America. Did you abscond with the church funds? Did you run off with the senator's wife? I like to think that you killed a man. It's the romantic in me. It's a combination of all three. And what in heaven's name brought you to Casablanca? My health. I came to Casablanca for the waters. 
The waters? What waters? We're in the desert. I was misinformed. <laughs> Monsieur Laszlo, is it not? Yes. I am Captain Renault, Prefect of Priests. Yes, what is it you want? Merely to welcome you to Casablanca and to wish you a pleasant stay. It isn't often we have so distinguished a visitor. Thank you. I hope you'll forgive me, Captain. The present French administration hasn't always been so cordial. May I present Miss Ilzanant? I was informed you were the most beautiful woman ever to visit Casablanca. That was a gross understatement. You're very kind. Won't you join us? Uh, if you will permit me. Oh, no, Emil, please, a bottle of your best champagne and put it on my bill. Very well, sir. Captain, please. Oh, please, monsieur, it is a little game we play. They put it on the bill, I tear up the bill. It is very convenient. Captain, the boy who is playing the piano. Somewhere I've seen him. Sam? Yes. He came from Paris with Rick. Rick? Who's he? Mademoiselle, you're in Rick's. And Rick is... Uh... Is what? Well, mademoiselle, he's the kind of man that... Well, if I were a woman and I were not around, I should be in love with Rick. But what a fool I am talking to a beautiful woman about another man. Uh, excuse me. Ah, Major. Hello, Sam. Hello, Miss Elsa. I never expect to see you again. It's been a long time. Yes, ma'am. A lot of water under the bridge. Some of the old songs, Sam. Yes, ma'am. Where is Rick? I don't know. I ain't seen him all night. When will he be back? Not tonight no more. He ain't coming. Uh, he went home. Does he always leave so early? Oh, he never. Well, he's got a girl up to the Blue Parrot. Goes up there all the time. Used to be a much better liar, sir. Leave him alone, Miss Elsa. You bad luck to him. Play it once, Sam. For all time's sake. I don't know what you mean, Miss Elsa. Play it, Sam. Play as time goes by. Oh, I can't remember it, Miss Elsa. I'm a little rusty on it. I'll hum it for you. Da -da 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 -da. Sing it, Sam. You must remember this. A kiss is just a kiss. A sigh is just a sigh. The fundamental things apply as time goes by and when two lovers woo they still say I love you on that you can rely no matter what the future brings as time goes by Sam I thought I told you never to play
Aren't you going to bed? Not right now. Ain't you planning on going to bed in the near future? No. You ever going to bed? No. Well, I ain't sleepy either. Good, then have a drink. No, not me, boss. I don't have a drink. Boss, let's get out of here. No, sir. I'm waiting for a lady. Please, boss, let's go. Ain't nothing but trouble for you here. She's coming back. I know she's coming back. We'll take the car and drive all night. We'll get drunk. We'll go fishing and stay away until she's gone. Get up and go home, will you? No, sir. I'm staying right here. I grab Ugarty, then she walks in. Well, that's the way it goes. One in, one out. Sam. Yes, boss. It's December 1941 in Casablanca. What time is it in New York? What? My watch stopped. I bet they're asleep in New York. But they're asleep all over America. Of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world, she walks into mine. What's that you're playing? Oh, just a little something on my own. Oh, stop it. You know what I want to hear. No, don't. Played it for her, he played it for me. Well, I don't think I can remember. If she can stand it, I can. Play it. Yes, boss.
my first drink to have with you. Here. No, no, Rick, not tonight. Especially tonight. Why did you have to come to Casablanca? There are other places. I wouldn't have come if I'd known that you were here. Believe me, Rick, it's true. I didn't know. It's funny about your voice, how it hasn't changed. I can still hear it. Richard, dear, I'll go with you any place. We'll get on a train together and never stop. Don't, Rick. I can understand how you feel. Uh, you understand how I feel. How long was it we had, honey? I didn't count the days. Oh, I did. Every one of them. Mostly I remember the last one. The wow finish, a guy standing on a station platform in the rain with a comical look on his face because his insides had been kicked out. Can I tell you a story, Rick? Has you got a wow finish? I don't know the finish yet. Well, go on, tell us. Maybe one will come to you as you go along. It's about a girl who had just come to Paris from her home in Oslo. At the house of some friends, she met a man about whom she had heard her whole life. A very great and courageous man. He opened up for her a whole beautiful world full of knowledge and thoughts and ideals. Everything she knew or whatever became was because of him. And she looked up to him and worshipped him with a feeling she supposed was love. Yes, it's very pretty. I heard a story once. As a matter of fact, I've heard a lot of stories in my time. They went along with the sound of a tinny piano playing in the parlor downstairs. Mister, I met a man once when I was a kid. It always began. Well, I guess neither one of our stories is very funny. Tell me, who was it you left me for? Was it Laszlo, or were there others in between? Or Aren't you the kind that tells? Music and dialogue from the 1942 film Casablanca. We are celebrating the 80th anniversary here on the show. So if you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can also join me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound. I'm on the Twitter at Visions Sound. You can also try me on my website, visionsinsound.ca, where this show will show up in about two hours' time. And you'll also be able to find me on Good Pods, a downloadable app for your phone or other such device. And you can also try me on Apple Music. Or Apple, just, just Apple Music. I don't know, no dot anything. And uh, yeah, so celebrating the 80th anniversary of Casablanca along with me is... My very first fan guest, Robbie Sims. Robbie, welcome to the show again. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Well, sir, thank you very much. And I in, do appreciate it. Yeah, and in this capacity as well. I mean, uh, this is the first time that you've 
stepped out from behind the, I guess, the shadows, for, for lack of a better word, and come forward and, and uh, brought your expertise to the show, which is really cool. Well, I have big shoes to fill, that's for sure, because <laughs> from sitting back over there, I have learned quite a bit from your normal two experts, uh, Jason Drury and Eric Woods, who I value and uh, um, look up to, because they are truly uh, experts in this field. No, they are they are quite knowledgeable when they when it comes to this stuff, and I like to bring, I like to bring, you know, people who like the movies. I mean, you know, with Susan, Susan Gao, and yes. and uh, and you know, and of course Jason and Eric, and you know, I've had a few other a few other people on as well. You know, I like to bring them on because they have a little bit of a, you know, a bit of a uh, of a love of first of all a love of of the of the of the craft, and then of course then the uh, the you know bringing their their thoughts and feelings to the uh, to the, to the movie or to the movie discussion as well. So let's just put our put our Casablanca hats back on. First of all, the wonderful um, uh, dialogue in the uh, in 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 the movie as well. You know, it, it's Rick's obviously drunk in this last bit that we'd been listening to, and he's talking about you know how you know all of the the, the you know what, what what were you doing. But the the day you left me, oh uh, yeah, you left me standing in the rain, you know, with a goofy look on my face, you know, and and that sort of thing. They do explain. She does explain what happened later on in the film, and like I said, spoilers for eight and an eighty year old film. But we'll we'll leave it at that. If you haven't seen it, definitely definitely see it. So now Casablanca received consistently good reviews. Bosley uh, Carother of the New York Times wrote Warner's. Have a picture which makes the spine tingle and the heart take a leap. He applauded the combination of sentiment, humor, and pathos, and a taut melodrama and bristling intrigue. Crowther uh, noted that uh, the devious convolution of the plot and praised the screenplay quality as of the best, the cast performances as all of the first order. Now, the trade paper Variety commended the film's combination of performances and grossing story and neat direction, and the variety of moods, action, suspense, comedy, and drama that makes Casablanca an A1 entry at the box office. The review observed that the film is splendid anti-Axis propaganda, particularly inasmuch as the propaganda is strictly a byproduct of the principal action and contributes to it rather than it getting in the way. So Robbie, we had discussed this whole um, notion of how iconic this film is and how very much um, it has entered the, uh, the, the pop culture and that sort of thing. But for me, um, the line that hit me the most, um, and I'm, and I'm pretty sure it, it probably hit you as well was, you know, we'll always have Paris. And it was it was like, wait a second, this was not supposed to, this was not supposed to hit me as hard as it did, because I'm because you know the one thing I find anyway that, especially with these older films, is that you actually you care about these characters, and that you're you know you're drawn in, and that was the one thing that jumped out of the out of the film at me, and you know when he I knew the line was coming, I was I was saying it along with him when he says. 
he says, but we'll always have Paris. And it's just like, oh, man. And like I said, it just hits you. It hits you in such a way that I was not expecting. And I think. Go ahead. Okay. I was just going to say that my first thought was, uh, let's not forget the opposite of that. Because I remember how much I didn't like Bogart's character in the very beginning. Because, I mean, how, I mean, granted, the film would have been very, very short. But how easy would it have been to, okay, you know, he was in it for himself to sell those passes. I mean, it wouldn't be like the end of the world. So when he doesn't and then doesn't give a really good excuse as to why, right. you can't help but just feel an intense dislike at the very least. And I did. And I kept thinking to myself when I watched it, I was like, okay, you know, Bogart doesn't normally play a character where you hate him throughout most of the film. So it's like, okay, at some point I knew it would change, but it was just, it was just an interesting feeling going in because I was thinking the exact opposite. Well, yeah, there's, there's, there's moments in the film where you're like, you're, you're like, Bogart's supposed to be the good guy in all of this. And he has this really like this really dour attitude and all of this. And it's, so I'm, I'm sitting there and like I said, there's, there's one point when you actually, I actually thought that I had forgotten something and that he was going to turn them over to the, um, to the Claude rain, Claude rains that the, the, um, major, no, um, Renault, Renault. Renault. Yes. Captain Renault. And uh, I thought he was actually going to turn them over. And I thought, wait a second, this is not how I remembered this. But yeah, it was, I, I thought, you know, Bogart played it really, really well. I thought he, he, yeah. he definitely took, took on the role of Rick in such a way that it just, it, he made it his own. And for me, it was just, it was a really solid performance, solid, solid performance. And I think that that's what draws at least most people to films like this is you, like I mentioned earlier, you had to have that. You had to have great writing and then you had to have a great actor being able to put it on there. And then, like you said, you're, you're literally, you're drawn in because you're, you care about what happens to these people. Or you even have, like in the beginning, where you have this kind of almost intense dislike of why this guy is so ambivalent. Yep. And then you realize he's sort of a hypocrite because he helped the Ethiopians against the Italians. And then he fought for the Republicans in the Spanish civil war. So it was like, okay, you will get involved when it maybe suits you mm-hmm. or, but then you won't hear somebody that you used to care about supposedly a lot, right. but you won't help her out. So precisely that sort of, you know, played on my emotions a little bit. Yeah. Well, we talk about iconic scenes and this next a bit of the soundtrack they're going to be playing is the uh, uh, Divact Anrin, uh, the La Marseille uh, scene. And if you haven't seen the film, then you'll know. You'll, once you hear it, you'll know what we're talking about. But uh, I'm gonna we're gonna get into that as uh, we are celebrating the 80th anniversary, 80 years of Casablanca here on Visions and Sound. We'll be back in just a little bit. Monsieur Blaine, I wonder if I could talk to you. Go ahead. Well, isn't there some other place? It's rather confidential what I have to say. In my office. Right. You must know it's very important I get out of Casablanca. It's my privilege to be one of the leaders of a great movement. You know what I've been doing. You know what it means to the work, to the lives of thousands and thousands of people. I'll be free to reach America and continue my work. I'm not interested in politics, but the problems of the world are not in my department. I'm a saloon keeper. 
My friends in the underground tell me that you've quite a record. You ran guns to Ethiopia. You fought against the fascists in Spain. What of it? Isn't it strange that you always happen to be fighting on the side of the underdog? Yes, I found that a very expensive hobby, too, but then I never was much of a businessman. Are you enough of a businessman to appreciate an offer of 100,000 francs? I appreciate it, but I don't accept it. I'll raise it to 200,000. My friends, you could make it a million francs or three. My answer would still be the same. There must be some reason why you won't let me have them. There is. I suggest that you ask your wife. I beg your pardon? I said, ask your wife. My wife? Yes. this unfortunate demonstration. What more will his presence in Casablanca bring on? I advise that this place be shut up at once. But everybody's having such a good time. Yes, much too good a time. The place is to be closed. But I've no excuse to close it. Find one. Everybody is to leave here immediately. This cafe is closed until further notice. Clear the room at once. Close me up on what ground? I'm shocked, shocked to find that gambling is going on in here. You're winning, sir. Oh, thank you very much. Everybody out at once. Mademoiselle, after this disturbance, it is not safe for Lazlo to stay in Casablanca. This morning you implied it was not safe for him to leave Casablanca. That is also true, except for one destination, to return to occupied France. Occupied France? Mm -hmm. Under a safe conduct from me. What value is that? You may recall what German guarantees have been worth in the past. There are only two other alternatives for him. What are they? It is possible the French authorities will find a reason to put him in the concentration camp here. And the other alternative? My dear mademoiselle, perhaps you have already observed that in Casablanca human life is cheap. Good night, mademoiselle.
How did you get in? The stairs from the street. I told you this morning you'd come around, but this is a little ahead of schedule. Well, won't you sit down? Richard, I had to see well, you. There's Richard again. We're back in Paris. Please. Your unexpected visit isn't connected by any chance with the letters of transit. Seems as long as I have those letters, I'll never be lonely. You can ask any price you want, but you must give me those letters. I went all through that with your husband. It's no deal. But I know how you feel about me, but I'm asking you to put your feelings aside for something more important. Do I have to hear again what a great man your husband is? What an important cause he's fighting for? It was your cause, too. In your own way, you were fighting for the same thing. I'm not fighting for anything anymore except myself. I'm the only cause I'm interested in. Richard. Richard, we loved each other once. If those days meant anything at all to me... I wouldn't bring up Paris if I were you. It's poor salesmanship. Please, please listen to me. If you knew what really happened, if you only knew the truth... I wouldn't believe you no matter what you told me. You'd say anything now to get what you want. You want to feel sorry for yourself, don't you? There's so much at stake. All you can think of is your own feeling. One woman has hurt you and you take your revenge on the rest of the world. You're a, you're a coward and weakling. I'm sorry, but, but you you are our last hope. If you don't help us, Victor Laszlo will die in Casablanca. What of it? I'm going to die in Casablanca. It's a good spot for it. Now, if you... All right. I tried to reason with you. I tried everything. Now I want those letters. Get them for me. I don't have to. I got them right here. Put them on the table. Now. For the last time, put them on the table. If Laszlo and the cause mean so much to you, you won't stop at anything. All right, I'll make it easier for you. Go ahead and shoot. You'll be doing me a favor. Away. I thought I would never see you again. That you are out of my life. The day you left Paris, if you knew what I went through, if you knew how much I loved you, how much I still love you, I'm leaving with him. Haven't you told him? No, not yet. But it's all right, isn't it? You were able to arrange everything. Everything is quite all right. Oh, Rick. We'll tell him at the airport. The less time to think, the easier for all of us. Please trust me. Yes, I will. 
Great, I don't know how to thank you. I'll save it. We've still lots of things to do. I brought the money, Monsieur Blaine. Keep it. You'll need it in America. But we made a deal. Now, never mind that. You won't have any trouble in Lisbon, will you? No, it's all arranged. Good. I've got the letters right here, all made out in blank. All you have to do is fill in the signatures. Victor Laszlo? Victor Laszlo, you're under arrest. And the charge of accessory to the murder of the couriers from whom these letters were stolen. Oh, you're surprised about my friend Ricky. The explanation is quite simple. Love, it seems, has triumphed over virtue. Thank you. Not so fast, Louis. Nobody's going to be arrested, not for a while yet. Have you taken leave of your senses? I have. Sit down over there. Put that gun down. Louis, I wouldn't like to shoot you, but I will if you take one more step. Under the circumstances, I will sit down. Keep your hands on the table. I suppose you know what you're doing, but I wonder if you realize what this means. I do. We've got plenty of time to discuss that later. Call off your watchdogs, you said. Just the same. You call the airport and let me hear you tell them. And remember, this gun is pointed right at your heart. That is my least vulnerable spot. Hello? Is that the airport? Huh? This is Captain Renault speaking. There were two letters of transit for the Lisbon plane. There's to be no trouble about them. Good. Hello? Hello? My car, quickly. Bring my own. This is Major Stasser. Have a squad of police meet me at the airport at once. At once, do you hear? Well, the question is, does Rick make it to the airport? We, <laughs> I, I'm, well, 80-year-old movie. Spoilers for an 80-year-old movie. That's all I'll say on that one. Anyways, welcome back to Visions and Sound. As this week, we are celebrating the 80th anniversary of said Casablanca. Many subsequent films have drawn on elements of Casablanca. Passage to Marseille, uh, reunited actors uh, Bogart, Reigns, Green Street, and Laurie, and director Kurtz in 1944. And there are similarities between Casablanca and a later Bogart film, To Have and To Have Not, also from 1944. Now, parodies have included uh, the Marx Brothers' A Night, at Cas- A Night in Casablanca from 1946, Neil Simon's The Cheap Detective from 1978, Out Cold from 2001. Indirectly, it provided the title for the 1995 neo-noir film The Usual Suspects. Woody Allen's Play It Again, Sam, 1972, appropriated Bogart's Casablanca persona as the fantasy mentor for Allen's character. Now, the film was a plot device in the science fiction television movie Overdrawn at the Memory Bank from 1983, based on the John Varley's, uh, based on John Varley's story. It was referred to in Terry Gilliam's dystopian Brazil. Warner Brothers produced its own parody in the homage Carrot Blanca, a 1995 Bugs Bunny cartoon. Now, film critic Roger Ebert pointed out that the plot to the film Barbed Wire from 1996 was identical to that of Casablanca. There we go. <laughs> In Casablanca's novella, uh, the Argentine writer Edgar Brau, the protagonist, somehow wanders into Rick's Cafe Amer- uh, and listens to the strange tale related by Sam. In 2006, musical La La Land, 
contains multiple allusions to Casablanca in the imagery, dialogue, and plot. Robert Zemeckis, director of Allied in 2016, also, which is also said in 1942, Casablanca studied the film to capture the city's elegance. In 2017, Moroccan drama film Razia, directed by, uh, is mostly set in the city of Casablanca, and its characters frequently discuss the 1942 film. So, yeah, um, quite a legacy to talk about when it comes to Casablanca. Um, I Thoughts for me, I really enjoyed the film. Uh, I sat back and I went, this is a fantastic uh, uh, slice of that era. 1942. I mean, the, the war is not yet over yet. There's still that lingering doubt that, um, you know, even uh, th- that the allies are going to pull it together and that sort of thing. So there's, there's, there is that. So for me, the, the film, like I said, is, is a bit of a slice of history. And again, you're not, you're not knowing the, the outcome in the end, which I think is, is, you know, Set during that, set during that, that very, for lack of a better word, tumultuous time of World War II, which I, which I never uh, got to experience, but through the uh, the films of of that era, it really shines through. Um, I don't know for 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 me, it's it's a classic and should not be discounted. Robbie, uh, your thoughts on the Casablanca. Well, I think, unlike you, I think the first thing was it did not occur to me. It just, even though it was, you know, released in 42 and 43, the war was literally still raging. You, yep. you just, that's just something that didn't occur to you. And yet here we're seeing this movie that pretty accurately depicted what it probably was, what it definitely was like during, you know, Vichy-controlled Morocco. And I think that, for me, was the best part of the entire film because there are so many aspects of the war there uh, just literally unfolding before your eyes that even though we didn't live it uh, we can only read about it but watching Casablanca you kind of you do kind of live it yep. vicariously through them and I think for me that was the best part because you literally could you, you could feel the fear of, of um, Ingrid Bergman and Heinrich's characters yep. the going to Casablanca they wanted out Rick wouldn't give them you know and then you have General Strasser hovering over their necks and you just you just you're just like go get out you know and <laughs> and, and it and it, it just you know it would have been a lot shorter movie had it happened the way we would like yes to have had it happen. yes but, but um but definitely um one for the ages um one that I could not highly recommend more um so plus Fun fact: It was one of the very first films to enter the Library of Congress ah. for its preservation, for preservation, for being culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant. So obviously, that um, is a feather in the cap. For sure, for sure. Now, one of the things I like to do on this show is there is additional material before we get to the kind of the the the, the final act of uh, of Casablanca and playing some of the music and some of the dialogue from that. There's some some additional material that was on the um, on the soundtrack, and some of it is songs of the era. Some of it we've heard a little bit, but these are slightly different 
takes on things. So I'm going to play a little bit of that, and then we'll come back, wrap up the show, and uh, and we'll go from there. So here is some more music from the soundtrack to the 1942 film Casablanca, as we are celebrating the 80th, 80 years of Casablanca here on the show. Back in just a bit. what no one done he rescued two of a kind and had his boat designed for muskrats and polecats and bulldogs and alley cats that's what no one done who done that no who done that no who done that no that's what no one done there was no nothing inside for 40 days and nights So Noah, Noah just took a row about That's what Noah done Who done that? Noah Who done that? Noah Who done that? Noah That's what Noah done There was no nothing in sight For 40 days and nights So Noah just took a row about That's what no one 
Louie, you have your man go with Mr. Laszlo and take care of his luggage. Certainly, Rick. Anything you say. Find Mr. Laszlo's luggage and put it on the plane. Yes, sir. This way, please. If you don't mind, you fill in the names. That'll make it even more official. You think of everything, don't you? And the names are Mr. and Mrs. Victor Laszlo. But why my name, Richard? Because you're getting on that plane. I don't understand. What about you? I'm staying here with him till the plane gets safely away. No, Richard, no. What has happened to you? Last night Last we said... Last night we said a great many things. You said I was to do the thinking for both of us. Well, I've done a lot of it since then. It all adds up to one thing. You're getting on that plane with Victor where you belong. But, Richard, no, I... Now, but... you've got to listen to me. Do you have any idea what you'd have to look forward to if you stayed here? Nine chances out of ten, we'd both wind up at a concentration camp. Isn't that true, Louis? I'm afraid Major Strasser would insist. You're saying this only to make me go. I'm saying it because it's true. Inside of us, we both know you belong with Victor. You're part of his work, the thing that keeps him going. If that plane leaves the ground and you're not with him, you'll regret it. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon and for the rest of your life. But what about us? We'll always have Paris. We didn't have, we, we lost it until you came to Casablanca. We got it back last night. When I said I would never leave you. And you never will. But I've got a job to do too. Where I'm going, you can't follow. What I've got to do, you can't be any part of. Ilza, I'm no good at being noble, but it doesn't take much to see that the problems of three little people don't amount to a hill of beans in this crazy world. Someday you'll understand that. Now, now. He's looking at you, kid. is in order. All except one thing. There's something you should know before you leave. Mr. Blaine, I don't ask you to explain anything. I'm going to anyway because it may make a difference to you later on. You said you knew about Ilza and me. Yes. But you didn't know she was at my place last night when you were. She came there for the letters of transit. Isn't that true, Ilza? Yes. She tried everything to get them and nothing worked. She did her best to convince me that she was still in love with me. That was all over long ago. For your sake, she pretended it wasn't, and I let her pretend. I understand. Here it is. Thanks. I appreciate it. And welcome back to the fight. This time, I know our side will win. You are a sentimentalist. Here we are. I don't know what you're talking about. What you just did for Laszlo, that fairy tale you invented to send Ilsa away with him. I know a little about women, my friend. She went, but she knew you were lying. Anyway, thanks for helping me out. I suppose you know this isn't going to be very pleasant for either of us, especially for you. I'll have to arrest you, of course. As soon as the plane goes, Louis. 
of course, the meaning of that phone call. Victor Laszlo is on that plane. Why don't you stand here? Why don't you stop him? Ask Monsieur Rick. Get away from that phone. I would advise you not to interfere. I was willing to shoot Captain Rano, and I'm willing to shoot you. Hello. Put that phone down. Get me the radio tower. Put it down. Strasser has been shot. Round up the usual suspects. We must have to get. Not only a sentimentalist, but you've become a patriot. Well, Reba, it seemed like a good time to start. I think perhaps you're right. It would be a good idea for you to disappear from Casablanca for a while. There's a free French garrison over at Brazzaville. I could be induced to arrange a passage. My letter of transit? I could use a trip. But it doesn't make any difference about our bet. You still owe me 10,000 francs. And that 10,000 francs should pay our expenses. Our expenses? Mm-hmm. Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And with a little bit of music from the 1942 film Casablanca, as we are celebrating 80 years of the film. Now, Robbie, you were mentioning something uh, off air about the the origin of uh, Here's Looking at You, Kid. Yeah, it, I took a somewhat of a deep dive into the film, trying to pull out some stuff that, you know, that I certainly never heard of. And I was hoping that most notably no one else had heard of. But. The first thing that was surprised me is it was said four times during the film. Yep. Which, you know, usually an iconic line, it's only said once. Yeah. So that threw out of me. But also, Here's Looking at You, Kid, was not in the original screenplay. Ah. At all. And here's, the for me, the biggest part that just kind of makes me laugh. That came about when Bogart was trying to teach Ingrid Bergman poker off screen between takes. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. I, I, in thinking about it, okay, here's looking at you. I played Texas Hold'em poker, and I'm trying to think of at what point would I have said, here's looking at you, kid. But apparently that came up when he was doing that uh, off screen, literally off screen, teaching her how to play poker, probably five-card draw would be my guess. And that's where that came from, and they wrote it into the script. Cool. 
cool. Iconic film. Uh, glad that uh, that we got a chance to celebrate the 80th anniversary. Yeah. So as we near the end, um, that's all for us this week, by the way. Thanks for hanging around those that did. As we near the end of 2022, I hope as you're getting on with your day that you realize just how awesome you are. Never let anyone tell you any different. If you're ever not feeling right, there are people out there that care about you and are willing to chat. If not family, then some professional who can help. As Rocky said, nobody hits harder than life. I know from personal experience how hard it is for me to sit behind this mic week after week when I feel like no one's listening. I would never have made it this far without the support of a huge team of people behind me. If you or someone you know is in crisis and needs help, resources are available. In case of an emergency, please call 911 for immediate help. The Canadian Association for Suicide Prevention, Depression Hurts, the kids' help phone at 1-800-668-6868, 1-844-HERE-247, and here247.ca all offer ways of getting help if you or someone you know may be suffering from mental health issues. Robbie, Robbie Sims, I just want to say thank you again for coming on the show, bringing your expertise, and bringing your love of film and film music to the show. Thank you again. Thanks, Robbie, for having me on the show. Um I absolutely had a blast. Um, any future shows you'd like me on, I would happily come on to give my two cents. All right. That'd be great. All right. So join me next week as we kick off December with a s- Christmas story Christmas. I'll end off this week's show with music from, of course, Casablanca from the previously played Essential Max Steiner Collection. I will be back next week with more Visions in Sound. Here's looking at you, kid.